Okay, guys, we're back with another um, Detour podcast, and today I'm, I'm talking with my friend Jen, who has done my hair for, I don't know, how long now? I want to say around, At like... At least eight. Yeah, I was right? going to say, mm-hmm. when did when did the shop move, when oh. did Allure move to oh. where it is now? Uh, almost seven years ago. Okay, and I came right before you guys moved. So it is around eight years. Mm -hmm. So um, she's a great hairdresser if you're um, local in the area. I've referred so many people to you, right? Yeah, because um, I really do have great hair. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like easy to work with. But Jen is also very skilled, even if you don't have great (laughs) hair. So um, I'm a good advertisement for you, I think. But (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, um, and she turned me from a banana head. We always (laughs) joke because there was a while. In there where I had uh, was looking for a hairdresser and I couldn't find one and so I was doing it myself and I was in this blonde mode and so people don't do your own hair it doesn't look especially as good. blonde yeah, it does not look as good as you think it does so I showed up and she was really great and I was like I think I'm getting too blonde I need the fixtures and she's like yeah you yeah we need we can do we're gonna have to do something with this once she got to know me a little bit um she was like yeah you were kind of like a banana head back then and I just love that because you're so just straightforward yeah. yeah she is so so today we're going to actually have um an honest conversation about um her son Cruz um who is 20 One. 21 now mm-hmm. that's right he just yes. had a birthday not that long ago right and um you know when you're sitting in the hairdresser's chair you you talk you share your whole life so i think today is the first day i've actually met Cruz mm-hmm. in person <laughs> right. but i feel like i know your whole family exactly. um mm-hmm. and so it's funny to actually meet him face to face because i i feel like i do know him all these right. years um but jen um has shared with me her their, their story and um so we're going to hear about that today in hopes that um her story would give some information and then just give some people hope if you um wound up having you know somebody in your family that you love that um, has a severe medical issue mm-hmm. and how to be an advocate for them and um how to just stay positive um, right. through that, which Jen really is. So thank you, mm-hmm. Jen, for taking time today. We both have days mm-hmm. off yes. on Monday. So day. yeah. <laughs> so um, thank you so much. So okay, tell us kind of the story of where where it all began. Um, so I was 24 and pre- pregnant, perfect pregnancy to nothing wrong whatsoever. And um, 39 and a half weeks, you know, and then um, when Cruz was born, he um, looked different and um, I had him at Spring Hill Regional, so Mm -hmm. they didn't really know anything. So the next morning, because he had some breathing problems, they sent him down by ambulance to All Children's Hospital. And then um, two days later, two days later um, was a Monday morning when I met... um, this amazing doctor who's now our hero, the surgeon, Dr. Ruas, and um, he diagnosed Cruz uh, with Pfeiffer syndrome, which is uh, very rare. At the time he was born, 21 years ago, it was almost one in a million. Wow. Yeah, yes, that rare. And so. Little Cruzy's one in a million. Oh, yeah, for, that's sure, for sure, right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Little Cruzy's like unique. six foot two now or no. something, but. <laughs> He's, He's tall. Yeah. And he. Um, so the doctor uh, diagnosed him and said, you know, we have a very long road roller coaster ride, but we will do every single thing that we can to 
to keep his brain intact because they have to do major surgeries around his whole brain. Okay, so right before we started this, you kind of explained to me what Pfeiffer syndrome is. So you did great yeah. in making me understand that. Yeah. Um, so tell us, what is Pfeiffer syndrome? So the whole, um, the skull and facial bones also um, were just stuck and fused together, done. You know, when, when normally a child around the age of 10 is when the four main sutures close up in their skull. So um, my son was born where it was already stuck and fused and um, just misshaped. Okay. So um, like you were saying, like um, other children when they're Ten. born yeah. and they you've got four quadrants in the infant's skull and they're kind of separate so mm -hmm. that as they grow, there's room for the brain to grow, and then eventually they fuse together. You said he did have a, hot, a soft spot. He did. Like regular, you know, typical yes. babies. Yes. Okay. Um, but um, it's it was that those sutures were already kind of like sealed. Done, yeah. And then if you picture an infant's size head, you know, how can the it, brain continue to right. grow, right, That's if there isn't the that space to move? When, when Cruz was born, they told me that 15 years earlier or in another country or something, if he were born then, that he would have seizures and die. Wow. So. That there just wouldn't be anything they could do for him. Right. Wow. So then, you know, there's this awesome craniofacial, maxofacial pediatric surgeon who this is his specialty wow and, and in right here in tampa bay area yes wow he's in tampa he came from cuba and he's just amazing both of his parents were were physicians and this is yeah this is his and this is dr ruiz ruas ruas mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's um he's the one that many years ago that diagnosed cruz and has been doing every single surgery on him so he's had to have a lot of surgeries. How many did he have to have right in the beginning? Well, like, when did this, uh, what, what was the one. next thing? Like, two days later, you're like, okay, this is what it is. Then what started, they, like, now um, we're going to do something. Cruz actually had a small soft spot, and the surgeon said, at four months old, we're going to do the first major surgery, which is undoing the, the back skull and you know reconstructing it to let if the brains had to grow but in the meantime with the four months he said don't be shocked if you see his brains starting to come out of that soft spot oh, like dear like if something were to come up like obviously yes. you feel like the heartbeat mm -hmm. and the warmth but no not that never happened thank god but that's oh. what he told me oh when he gosh first, yeah so that was freaky and also at three weeks old he needed a trach um he had to have the tracheotomy because that also, um, the trachea um, was also, his whole trachea is a different one. It's called a cartilaginous sleeve. They call it a stovepipe, meaning there's no ring in spaces. It was just a tight fuse. Okay. So then every time he went to go lay back, it was the major sleep apnea because it was all Just all tight back. and constricted. Yes. Okay, so instead of having... <clears throat> basically flexibility in yeah. his skull and, and in his throat airway. he didn't he had rigidity mm -hmm. and which which in his skull made things not be able to grow i.e his brain his right. sinuses made them not be able to function properly and then his throat trachea his, his airway his, his airway yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay 
so then at three weeks old they um kind of they added them on on the uh or roster that day because they were trying to make it work they don't normally want to trach newborn babies but they realize it's it's he's been very strong and tough but it's getting going to be taking a toll on his brain and his heart well right if he's not getting proper breaths yeah yeah so they made sure the the next two days um they made sure that they gave him some oxygen and then they added him on and and did that surgery so that really believe it or not like is when it really kicked in for me you know well i was just gonna say so you said you were at like 39 and a half weeks Mm -hmm. or whatever Uh, i guess nothing showed on an ultrasound or anything that you had Mm -hmm. prenatal wise to indicate this was going on right and so you just have your baby and then here's where you are i didn't do any amnio or any special blood Mm -hmm. tests because you know and it was that long ago and I, I was perfectly healthy and, mm-hmm. and um yeah so I had no no reason you didn't to. have it right there was no indicator so you didn't nowadays have to... it's different a lot of new moms is what I'm hearing um really want to get all these tests and see what what's going on beforehand wow. but I'm glad I did yeah. <laughs> yeah so when um when you were kind of like faced with this reality of like okay the detour mm-hmm. I'm going to have a baby mm-hmm. and I'm due any day and mm-hmm. I'm going in for labor and I was going to take my baby home yeah. and go on oh, with yeah. my life now you've got this in my major mind, I, medical mm, issue right I knew for a fact everything was going to be great perfect as people say you know yeah and yeah, uh, just, I mean, just total, um, you know, just shock. And, um, but just right away, just trying to, to learn and absorb everything because it's so scary. Mm-hmm. And you're scared for this baby. So mm-hmm. when the baby was three days old and the surgeon said he, he can live a normal life if we just do everything that we can do. That's all you needed to hear. And you said, okay. Yeah. And we celebrated that day. um, Yeah. Knowing he still wasn't going to leave the hospital for quite some time. But my mom and um, Cruz's father and I think someone else. We went to uh, a restaurant on the way home from St. Pete from All Children's Hospital. And, you know, we were just like thanking the Lord that he's going to be okay. Yeah. And that little, oh my gosh, it just have chills everywhere. Yeah, Goodness, really? I, that makes me almost want to cry right now. Because yeah. that little bit of hope mm-hmm. is kind of like sometimes, you know, all mamas or daddies need mm-hmm. to hang on to and, and just Take say, that positivity. Yeah, and say that, like, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. And roll with it. And yeah. that's, really, that's what we did. Because we already fell in love with him, obviously. And Aww. just just totally wanted to do everything to prevent anything worse. It mm-hmm. just became after the shock and and learning stuff you know like oh my gosh I'm so blessed that he is not blind because that's what came in my head at first because his eyes look different um thank god you know he's not going to be mentally impaired or retarded in any way Mm -hmm. thank god um yeah he's no matter what you know he's yeah he's he's I'm looking at every positive thing I possibly could because that that was the reality of it. I'm I'm yeah. in the hospital, living, uh, staying there with this baby, and seeing all other babies in there that may have, you know, different, all different syndromes or different medical issues, anomalies, problems. And I just um, was so grateful that I had to deal with with this. You know? Wow, and not everybody takes that mental route, though. Mm-hmm. Not everybody will look around and see 
the positive or the blessing of oh, my child could be blind. My yeah. child could, you know, yes, my child has A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Right. Maybe all the way to Z. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, but um, I will be thankful for um, the things, you know, right. that he, he doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that um, other people are facing. Do you, what do you think? Are you just that way in your mind or? Um, I, I don't think I ever had to look at anything you know until mm-hmm. then so now I'm that way in my mind mm-hmm. you know what I mean about a lot of things I had mm-hmm. to explain to family members or you know have make sure that my mom explained correctly to family members what was going on with this with this baby boy and so yeah you know you just had to say what it, it does sound it sounds awful unimaginable and just so scary that they're gonna open up his skull and do this surgery all alongside of a neurosurgeon making sure there's nothing that is going to happen to this brain whatsoever you know so you just have to i don't know yeah trust and pray and hope that that exactly what they're telling you is going to happen you know and and um all the other things just put them put them out of your head like this isn't an option we're going to focus on mm-hmm. on the positive and and believe mm-hmm. that that's what is going to happen because it's a possibility and we're just going to believe right. in that possibility. And somehow yeah. with all that this boy was nothing but resilient and tough and at that point being a newborn and, a, and an infant, you know, he he just had no idea. He didn't know what was supposed to be, so he was yeah. the happiest little baby with Aww. the IVs connected to his arms and his eyes swollen shut after surgeries, you know, and just waving and smiling. And Aww. what is that? So that just makes you, you know, this is this is our life. This mm-hmm. is what it is right now. Mm-hmm. There's no other reality that this is it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we're just going to, uh, my whole thing was to take it one day at a time. And, um, and just, I just knew it was always going to turn out good. I don't know how, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. just, I had to believe that. And I really, it wasn't difficult for me at all to, to know this. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did your, now, um, this is kind of a side option or mm-hmm. I mean, side story, but your father also had kind of a major, uh, medical issue as well. Did he have from an accident, right? Mm-hmm. My stepdad. Stepdad. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So did he have, um, did he have was this did he have his accident before or after Cruz was born? Oh, way before. Way before. Yeah. So and he was he had some uh He was paralyzed para- from the chest down. He was um uh definitely uh brain damage, which got a little bit worse as he got older because of the head trauma and mainly the loss of blood ap- after the accident mm-hmm. is what made his brain injury. Do yeah. you think that um your I guess familiarity with Mm. (laughs) a little bit of his illness and just seeing your mom you know take care of him and that kind of thing like okay we like we can live with right and we can do what we have to do I knew my mom would be you know good at it as she uh, she believed she was truly honestly put here on earth to to be a caretaker and oh. take care of my my dad mm-hmm. at the time and um so i knew she would be major strength in helping me and Cruz through this mm-hmm. but no me uh-uh no i was just a <laughs> she never wanted to burden me with any of that and so i never thought i just never had a thought in my mind you know mm-hmm. you don't want to think that when right, you're pregnant right. either mm-hmm. so 
no, it just, I think, you know, all came to me as becoming a mother. Mm-hmm. And just maybe some of that by, uh, like, her strength, like, right. osmosis, I yeah, guess, you know, of, like, okay, you know. Jen, we took care of dad. Right. You know, I took care of dad, and right. um, you're going to take care of your son because this, we take care right. of the ones we love, and yeah. we do what we need to do for them. And it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't it doesn't lessen no. anything. Right. This is still your baby. This is still your stepdad. This right. is, you know, they're still people. And so we're just going to... um you know, we just didn't plan for this part. Right. Yeah, we're just mm-hmm. gonna still take care of them. Mm-hmm. So, ha- so he had this first surgery at uh, four months, mm-hmm. and then I'm guessing there's multiple surgeries so then, after that. Then eight months is when they worked on the front. The four month surgery was like the whole back of his skull, and then the eight month surgery was all. Um, it's called a frontal monoblock advancement, where they they literally undo. Um, I don't know if it was already undone, but they literally, with the same incision from ear to ear, um, pull things down and then um, pull forward all of the facial bones that were supposed to be forward, like like our maxofacial area and the brow bone. So like your cheekbone area and the eye socket. Everything. And mm-hmm. all of that had to right. be pulled forward. Right. And, um, and they did that perfectly. And... And it was, it, everything was, was healing up and, and great, but then slowly as he grew, he grew back the way he was born. So they mm-hmm. don't know with this syndrome, every baby is so different, different severities, but Cruz had it very severe where, you know, as he grew the little bits, you know, it, it just it just started going back. So they have done several monoblock frontal advancements after that you know how until he was done growing oh okay mm-hmm. i was gonna say so now i think he just had an one another surgery not that long ago mm-hmm. so so i guess like the bulk of the surgeries were done as he was still growing and then there's just some residual yes. effect things that sort of happen that yeah, he like, has to um, get taken care of every so often, or right. It was all reconstructive, and even the very last ones were never, were never um, called, uh, you know, cosmetic or anything like that because it was still like just to eat properly and speak properly. They wanted to make sure that the jaw, the upper jaw, the maxillary, that whole area was totally intact of how we are. So always before that surgery that he had at 18 years old um he looked like he had he did have an underbite is what it looked like because his bottom jaw was perf was already exactly where it was supposed to be but But the the top top was pushed way too far back like we've battled you know Mm -hmm. every time the surgeon did this major push it forward goes back push it forward yeah go back and Mm -hmm. they they always were so optimistic as Mm -hmm. i was and um going back to the eight month surgery where he, you know, looked amazing and, and all his bones were in place. You know, my mom hadn't seen Cruz for about two weeks one time. And that's when she told me, you know, I think, I think it's going back, honey. I don't think. Oh, cause she noticed a difference in yeah. his appearance that maybe was gradual, but I you didn't see it because you see him every day. Every second of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I realized and we, you know, still I'm sure had appointments or I called and, um, and the, and the doctor said, okay, well, we're, we're going to have to plan for 
what to do next. So mm-hmm. as I was learning about all this, his surgeon was also going to seminars and learning about this syndrome wow. or, or, you know, with, with my son mm-hmm. um, in mind, he would learn different um, techniques of how to approach the surgeries, um, taking special... 3D type of CAT scans for his head and making an actual mold, a replica of Cruz's head and face. Mm-hmm. And um, and he would actually do practice surgeries on that or mm-hmm. learn a lot from that. And um, yeah, crazy. Quite incredible. I always have like great admiration for people like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my husband, Bob, has had multiple back surgeries and because medical things and advancements and change so much you know literally there can be six months from now there can be a procedure that's not available today right you know and oh yeah and that that's kind of like what happened with him when my husband needed his surgery was like the neurosurgeon who was also awesome and would go do that additional training in other countries and this and there to learn the new techniques for dealing with the brain and the spine and the nerves and all of that the neurosurgeon right um he was like, oh, if you could only wait six more months, you right. know, there's this new cutting edge that's just not quite perfected that would just be so yeah. less invasive, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but he was, you know, he wasn't able to wait oh, um, wow. six months, so he had to have what was available then. But I just um, so admire, and you, I yeah. can, you know, I heard you talk about your doctor so much, mm-hmm. how much you love him, and just what a, um, like angel on earth he is to you guys because of his dedication and like almost personalized care you almost. know in a sense you know what i mean <laughs> oh like, yeah for his uniqueness mm-hmm. for this syndrome mm-hmm. sure it is personalized um he's got quite a bit of you know medical records for my son that's for sure um yeah. and i know that he's i know that dr ruaz is proud of of cruz but because of his work of yeah. what he's done it's, uh-huh. it's pretty amazing and i'm also just so lucky and blessed for that we didn't have to go anywhere yes at all when other That's really awesome family friends other people trying to tell my mom and i when he was a baby oh you don't want to stay in florida for these these doctors you want to go to new york or you want to go to houston or you want to and i don't know where they you know came up with yeah. that but mm-hmm. i guess they just wanted the best care for him and mm-hmm. i knew all along everyone every specialist every doctor has been nothing but the best for my son and wow. down at all children's I, I just I was always so lucky with that um, almost just kind of like okay Lord you're just like lining it up for me and yeah. so I'm just gonna like for real also yeah. because we had the straight Medicaid because he was deemed disabled as an uh, you know when he was a Infant. few weeks old yeah. mm-hmm. and so with that because I couldn't work anymore and um, his father didn't make much money at all, so we were able to have the SSI, which automatically um, got us the straight Medicaid, which in my eyes was the best mm-hmm. for everything he needed at the time. Plus, also, we had CMS till he turned 21 years old, which is Children's Medical Services, and they cover whatever Medicaid doesn't wow. for all this. And once a year, um, they have a craniofacial clinic, which... Um, they have a team of doctors and experts following him from day one all the way up until this past year. Wow. 
knowing, is, you know, having records of him. So just everything was provided for everything, you. Everything, developmental, Me- yeah. I mean, yeah, every single thing. Well, no, I mean, it's just mean the, the, the doctors and support staff was provided, the mm-hmm. financial means everything. of it was provided. Oh so that just really is a lesson it is. in so, faith and believing. That's what I that, mean. You know, I never we don't have to worry about this. It will just... It will be taken care of, you know. I, yeah, I, I never heard of it. I never uh-huh. knew that would happen to, to this poor, you know, baby or, or me. But yet, um, you know, because I didn't make too much money and mm-hmm. his father didn't, we didn't have to pay out tons of out-of-pocket. And, um, you know, yeah, I wasn't working, but I, I couldn't anyway. Right, you know? right. Was, so that was what I, I was just, yeah, to me, in my mind, like, oh, my gosh, look how lucky we are mm-hmm. that we're getting all this treatment just because this, this baby was born like this, but I'm getting everything the best for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's incredible to kind of look yeah. back on that yes. on that whole thing and, mm-hmm. and reflect on how everything um or, you know, at mm-hmm. my age, you know, I just, I just feel like, yeah, it was all aligned and I was always so thankful and grateful for it. Yeah. I can hear mm-hmm. that in your mm-hmm. story that you just really did have like gratefulness and uh, any oh, yeah. small part of the, of the way. Mm-hmm. I just personally think that's really a key. Like you said, you know, with these other people, you don't, mm-hmm. you don't kind of know what, what their reason for sort of negativity is, but I just don't think it helps no matter what the reason. No. I just don't think it helps. Oh, I don't know. Help? Exactly. Yeah, I just don't think it helps. So, you know, we just, we won't, I'm not know, saying there was past judgment or anything on how people handle things, you right. know, but it just, I just personally don't think that that would negative be helpful for my baby helps. or my yeah. boy ever. Yeah. And, um, obviously I think maybe, you know, a lot of it rubbed off on him because as I was saying to him today, like, um, we both took it day by day, you know, obviously, as he learned, he grew and, and knew this wasn't the norm of every child, you mm-hmm. know, but it was our normal. We mm-hmm. had, you know, mm-hmm. it was just normal for us. And because I wanted so badly to have the normal life that other moms and kids have, mm-hmm. I tried to do all that as much as I could, like mm-hmm. play dates or birthday mm-hmm. parties. And as long as there was no roller skating and mm-hmm. scary things involved. Yeah. But um, Oh, I was just going to say, so did, did you, so then I just kind of wonder like that balance between all right this is a real medical issue so we kind of have to like be careful in some ways but then like you said we don't want your whole you know as my brother says to live in a bubble yeah exactly don't don't Uh let him we're gonna call him the boy in the bubble if you don't let let him loose a little bit you know Mm live him some freedom Mm -hmm. so yes at there was a birthday party when he was about six and they had a bounce house and you know obviously um at that point he didn't need his helmet because he had had it on and off for Mm -hmm. years before that um he cannot be hitting his head or bashing his head with with anyone conking into somebody or something yeah that happens because there's Mm -hmm. areas where there was no bone and so there would be hematoma and it would Mm -hmm. be very scary uh, Mm -hmm. you know no matter what so I, I was trying to be so normal at this birthday party, <laughs> talking with a, the mom, and in the bounce house, he's having fun. Every time I hear a kid scream or yell, I mean, I was having anxiety inside me bad, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'd be like trying to, she's trying to just 
have me meet all the other moms and be normal at this party and knowing me she was my friend and I was just like <gasps> meanwhile you have one ear over here oh, and one ear yes. over here and, and yeah. going out and checking and trying to pretend like everything was cool because <laughs> I want them so badly to have fun and be normal but I was just like literally swe- I was sweating and I was having anxiety bad yeah so yeah I don't know but I guess he was okay he was right fine. he Nobody, survived mm-hmm. did he along the way when you're trying to have him have this normal life or anything what were maybe some of the hiccups did he have any injuries like that or issues yes, yes. yeah yeah so at um at just one year old um he had um you know just a little bruise like a hematoma on the side of his head we thought it was from you know that eight month surgery that went great um also in that surgery um you know he he was all healed they do cat cat scan afterwards they take his blood everything is fine and while i had him at home recovering from you know nine months old to a year i noticed this this little bruise and it turned into be um from where the um it turned into be an infection Mm. And that's what it was. And I knew it wasn't normal. And I called both surgeons at the time. And it turned into be um, uh, where they had to remove his whole entire frontal bone from oh. the brow all the way up to the center of his head. Oh, gosh. And, they had and it, it was infected in it there. It was all his. And they were made. And it just showed on the outside as a bruise. I saw a little bruise. <gasps> that was Thank it. God. No you- fever. No side effects with him whatsoever, not even lethargic. He had the uh, best first birthday, showed no other signs at all because I knew what to look for. And I was just concerned about this bruise. So I ran into the doctor while Cruz was having another procedure about his trach. And um, I saw him down at the hospital and told him to please come look at this, that it's still not getting any better. And he was having positive, oh, I think it's okay. I think he bumped his head. And the neurosurgeon was, like, scared and wanted to do a, um, you know, he wanted, well, he wanted to take the needle and pull and, and you know. Oh, like a biopsy or whatever. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. He pulled out brown pus and he was, everyone was uh, so like, awful oh, no. and scared mm-hmm. and, and, you know. And so I, I believed, you know, I knew what he had to do, and they had to open him up again and remove his whole entire frontal bone. It was mush, and, and they just couldn't believe that it didn't go to his brain or his eyes or any tissue surrounding that. That, that outer layer of the brain is called the dura, and that did its job to the max because... Protected. Protected From everything. that infection. So what was mush? The actual bone? His whole forehead was <gasps> mush. It was oh. brown mush. Oh, so after they removed it all, they washed his whole head, you know, yeah. with antibiotic fluid. They they literally washed it, they said, and then they had to put him back together again with no forehead at all. It was <gasps> there was nothing there until he was seven years old. Oh my gosh. So it was just like here's some skin yep. and there's your brain. Yeah. Right back there. Yep. No oh. bone. So that's why I was so scared yeah. in the bounce house. Yeah. And, and if he went to bend down and tie his shoe, if there was a table nearby. I mean, I was always just a little, you know, protective. Oh, that's um, uh, logical now that you kind of explained the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was just learning how to walk at that age, so it set him back a touch. But he had a helmet, mm-hmm. a custom-made helmet at first, and then a bunch of different cool helmets after that and um yeah I literally had a helmet up my butt most of the time 
because it's little his size, running around, walking, and I just had to have it until mm-hmm. it was discontinued at some times because there was pressure points to worry about and granulation tissue that can grow. And so until they perfected it, um, they, they finally, um, the first surgery of the frontal bone that they tried to put in with... Um, uh, it was called bone source, the actual, what they used. Um, okay. Yeah. Like that. it's some, um, I don't know if it's the same thing, but like my, when my husband has back surgery, they put a thing and it's almost like, a, um, it's like ground up bone and tissue yeah, and yes, they like stem together. cells kind of, and things like that to, to yeah. create, he, he had a fusion. So mm-hmm. it kind of creates the, his, the his new bone. Part yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this one in his head. And that we thought it was perfect and everything, and he healed up, and it took three months, and his body rejected it. Ugh. Woke up one morning. Um, this was when he was five years old. He woke up one morning, and his forehead was red and hot to touch. And, mm. you know, and I took his temperature, and I was still, I, I knew right away. I mean, after Dang. all, after his incision healed, I was very, very bad setback and very uh, sad and upset. The surgeon felt awful, mm-hmm. and um, what can you do? They had to take it and remove <clears throat> remove all that, and then um, healed up great from everything. And then um, I, I think is it was, there like a reason why there wouldn't be like a prosthetic? I mean, yes, forehead? there's lots of reasons. I oh, don't okay. know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I, I guess. Do they have that? Um, I would think. Like, they had what they ended up putting in worked, thank God, magnificent, and it's you can't tell it's methomethaculate, which is a hard acrylic. Oh, and um, what what women get on their their nails, the acrylic oh, nails, huh. it's made of that along wow. with titanium mesh, titanium screws and bolts and little plates. Uh-huh. I don't under you know, I didn't don't understand exactly where everything is, but that so cruisy. You're basically Iron Man. Is that what she's saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he says, I guess so. I don't know. (laughs) He is, um, yeah, put together with with all that. And that was when he was seven years old. And and, um, it was it worked out great. Thank God that was that took well. It just wasn't meant for the fake bone source. Yeah. That Dr. Ruiz had told us that each gram they used cost $20,000. So wow. I, I forgot how many grams he told me was in to make that whole entire frontal bone, but they called him the million dollar kid <laughs> since then, even yeah. though it didn't work out. Yeah. Wow. And again, another mm-hmm. reason to be great, grateful for that yeah. medical help financially. Oh my goodness. Holy schmoly. Yeah. Everything. Wow. And so, that just makes me grateful for, um, mm-hmm. you know, medical options for for people that that yeah. don't and the fact that like we live in america because like yes. you said other countries you know you you just might be out of luck and <laughs> your baby's gonna die right you know and, and a horrible thing and if, even if you know if you know what this is or you can't make it to america but mm-hmm. that that this amazing surgeon i'm telling you about dr ruiz has gone to honduras um wherever and and you know far far away countries to do these pro bono surgeries that he is learning from wow massive tumors on this baby maria i remember that um he was away we had to schedule cruz's surgery around that (laughs) so um he's just an amazing surgeon and yeah I, i i couldn't I couldn't imagine it being any different because we are just so lucky to have him and, mm-hmm. and grateful, even though there were bad, scary 
um, you know, moments where we were afraid that we were going to lose him. I mean, you know, 14-hour surgeries are just scary no matter yeah. what. Never mind if your body ends up rejecting something. And, and it's Well, just, and I just think anytime it's your kid, mm, it just takes it up another course. notch. I oh, mean, yeah. I guess. You wish it was just, you. There's just not, yeah. I was going to say, like, no matter, you know, I mean, it just if it's anything with your kids, it's just, of course. it just anything. takes it up a notch. <laughs> it just really does. Right, it does. Yeah. And I always, you know, we, we just would always pray, uh, be so thankful for our friends and family that pray for us and mm. um, sit in that waiting room for all those hours and pray and hope. But my mom and I would sit there and our nerves would get the best of us and we would get the giggles <laughs> sitting <laughs> yeah. in this waiting room. Some of the other families might have thought we were a little crazy, but really you're so nervous what are you gonna yeah, do in you, that time uh, mm-hmm. of waiting and yeah. and you know which you know the surgeon would have a nurse come out every single hour at that hospital to to find us in the waiting room and tell us what is going on wow that's fantastic because every there's surgery. nothing worse than sitting there waiting and like you're just waiting and you're just waiting to hear something you're just waiting and you're just fighting off in Looking your brain like mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about things I'm not thinking about right. things what's taking so long I'm not thinking about okay right. what time is it now yeah. and you know it's like oh yeah thinking in my head no nothing nothing can go wrong but oh my gosh she hasn't been here in an hour and 20 minutes what if something goes wrong Mm -hmm. you know you're trying not to again the nerves and they come out and they tell you he's doing great but then they also have said things that I wish to God they never told me Mm, like (laughs) what like what of what they were doing with him oh just like the visual and you just are like at one moment they said um uh, he has finished the forehead, and the forehead is on the table right and now as he's oh, doing these other things. And oh. I'm just like, oh, okay, so I wish she still to this day as I'm saying this, that's something I really didn't need to know, but they're nurses, and they were just They're just going to gonna give the facts. Yes. Yeah, yes. they're just going to give the facts, and you're like, oh, I didn't um, need to know that. No. Don't don't need to have that right. picture in my brain. I don't yeah. even know what that looks like, but I, my brain's making something, and I don't exactly. like it. Right. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now he has made it to um, 21, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, what What would you say if you were talking to somebody else um, who's maybe facing a medical crisis like this with their child or um, their loved one or whatever, mm-hmm. um, what, what are you glad that you knew? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you maybe wish you had known, or mm-hmm. is there anything you would have done differently, or... What other kind of like info maybe could yeah. you share? I um, I mean, obviously going to any appointment, I would write questions down before I would go. Mm-hmm. Also, I love to have my mom there um, or anyone. You know, someone my, with you. Someone yeah. with me to have another ear. Even mm-hmm. though I'm trying to jot down little things, I might have missed something. This, mm-hmm. this surgeon is amazing, but he sees how many patients a day it's not. and they know what they're talking about so they rattle it off like they, it's right whatever and, they, and you're like what? i ask you know <laughs> yeah. yeah the surgeon know he knows yeah. for sure about me asking questions and making sure of things and he has said in his words which gives me so much um credit i feel so good like it was the greatest pat on the back i could have gotten he says this this mom is on it you know she's she's good she knows what she's doing yeah Uh, i think he said it to a resident of his at the time an intern but Uh i was just like can you say that again i didn't didn't get to record that you know so just just try to i mean try to do that try to be prepared um i'm not the most organized person when it comes to paperwork and 
all the red tape that goes along with this awful yeah that can often be exhausting oh. just all of that all yeah. of the forms and I w- that's what would honestly I was gonna say with all this yeah there has been hiccups and upsets because and it was mainly it was that it was just either trying to get in with a doctor for a certain reason um and and the medicaid side of it and the ssi side of it approvals and yeah yeah it Mm -hmm. was it was mostly that it was the ssi side of it because here i am like saying i was so grateful but i always did the right things when it comes to turning paperwork into them going to appointments doing whatever i had to do and there was still just lots of, um, you know, just postponing things or just upsets or being on the phone with them for two hours on hold or going to the SSI place. You know, that just went along with it. That that was my life. That is mm-hmm. what, you know, I said in my mind, I can't stand this, this part of yeah. it. Yeah. So those things, yes, they are aggravating. I mean, and I think just like that's kind of where the problem is, is in the is in the middle. Because you, you've got the doctor who knows what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. You've got the patient who knows what they need or right. that needs the treatment or whatever and then you've got all of that in the middle that's got to somehow make that happen which is the insurance and the hospital and this and that and I think that's probably still being grateful always nothing Mm -hmm. but grateful but very difficult because just things become you know they're not fair or you know in your Mm -hmm. eyes or you know um it's just it's just a lot of stuff in that and not a perfect system all the time Um, right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and you see these flaws and you you try your best but I like I said I'm not organized with that I always always said I needed a secretary for that type of stuff but I just somehow always did it sometimes last minute but I always got it done thank god so Mm -hmm. obviously to be on top of that stuff um besides the note taking and the questions and the just being up and keen on everything some some moms say that they can't they couldn't imagine doing this because of the medical part of it like suctioning the trach and doing the dressing changes of his broviac iv Mm -hmm. that he had to have in for months at a time or just the nursing part of it the medical part of it and it's like you I just do because you love natural. your kid right yeah i would never tell you that i would be able to have one of my child children vomit into my hands in the middle right. of a restaurant <laughs> right you know like i never thought i would be able to do that it i never happened. thought it's i would natural yeah you know it is natural and um yeah. but you just do you, you just you, do when and when you become a mom you just you just do that and it's somehow yeah. okay because it's your kid <laughs> right it is uh, with yeah. all that all that gross stuff that yeah. people may think oh no i couldn't do that yes you can and um, I wasn't the best in high school because I was a little bit lazy, but I, I feel like a much smarter person now because I've learned so much about this syndrome and, you know, by itself also just tons of other medical things like, you know, whatever, antibiotics, mm-hmm. different, you know, Cruz had infectious disease follow him after that awful Mm-hmm. Um, forehead mishap um, so just so many so many different things that I learned because um, I want to be a good mom and make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm I doing the know. best for him you yeah. want to know you right. want and exactly like you were saying like I was his advocate all the way up sometimes I still want to be mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to let me but um, you know I was his advocate always always it had to be me you know uh-huh. And sometimes there were tears, you know, hanging up the phone or sometimes there were tears on the phone with Dr. Ruiz's nurse or whatever. Um, But no matter what, I don't care if I didn't care at that time if I sounded like um, a crazy, a crazy mom. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But I wasn't being I, I wasn't 
being ridiculous, I was needing to know these things. You know yeah. what I mean? I, right. I just need to like, know. Like, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not yeah. holding you responsible for something that's out of your hands, but I need this information. And, and if and, you don't have yeah. it, then you need to tell, tell me, me where to get it. Right. Or mm-hmm. who the appointment is. Don't don't talk condescending to me. Like, you know, sometimes yeah. it's happened because yeah. I know, you know, I just I just want to do the right thing and, and get, get it taken care of, you mm-hmm. know? So just to mm-hmm. be so proactive and that mm-hmm. is... Um, um, yeah, you, you seem to do that with your child more than more than I've done for myself, being yep. proactive about things because yep. he comes first. He's, right. Yeah, he's definitely has always come first, which, you know, I think has, I don't know. Made it, you a better person, right? Me, for yep. sure, and, mm-hmm. and him because, mm-hmm. um, well, God, what, what if I didn't do all these things? You know, what would have happened is what mm-hmm. I always think. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes... I take it for granted because uh, my son and I have a great close relationship and he's he's doing great now health-wise medically and everything and my my mom will every once in a while tell me um, well Jen you don't realize you know he, he's if you think about it he wouldn't be here sometimes if it wasn't for you like about yeah. the little bruise on the side yeah. of his head it was going to go to his brain and mm-hmm. you know yeah mm-hmm. so just scary things that oh yeah I did react um, in the right way you mm-hmm. know so you go take that little bit of um, proud mm-hmm. for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and just that I'm sure, um, you know, divine wisdom that came that yep. you know listen to your intuition, yes, um, where you're just like, okay, this is probably just a bruise, but mm-hmm. something's telling me right. that it's not, and you can't always put your finger on. No, I was why it wasn't you that. don't think it's a bruise, but. You know, right. yeah, of course. How You're just I like, ever... I hope it is a bruise, but something's telling me it's, it's not. And I better scary. follow up on and it this, was you know. Just a weird discolored yeah. bruise. But yeah, mm-hmm. something told me and I follow up. I mean, even though I'm his mother, I'm still a hundred percent responsible for this baby that I want nothing else bad to happen for him. Mm-hmm. You know, also preventing preventing things as much as I can which may hinder him in the future. Mm-hmm. Like, um, well, all the therapies, you know, with speech, physical therapy, occupational, um, which was also given to us, you know, at through all children's hospital. Um, the best the best um, therapist that I could have had for him. On top of um, just things with his feet are a little bit different. So just getting um, inserts for his feet because, or later on in life, he's going to have to have, pro- he's going to have problems and have to have surgeries on that. I'm just trying mm. to prevent. Preventative care as things well. with his mm. spine. He has a few things in the mm-hmm. cervical spine and in the, whatever that's called, in the, the vertebrae, the, yeah. <laughs> you know, and the rest of it. There's mm-hmm. just a couple of things. So we definitely have to keep an eye on that. Um, mm-hmm. He still has hearing aids. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to now switch because he has the best perfect ones for him. Uh, we have to switch to an adult audiologist, which, you know, I have to, uh, you know, look that it, up. This, this age is so tough because mm-hmm. they are like technically adults, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, so do you, does does Cruz now kind of is he starting to take a more personal role in his his health? Or are you? I'm telling are, him to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. when I tell him to, like um, mm-hmm. uh, when he was about 15, I started you know explaining every single thing why we're going to each appointment when we leave you know to listen to the doctor each mm-hmm. time when we go to leave. It was his job to take the um, the, the card that for the next appointment, for the follow-up one, and to go home, and I would get the calendar out, so he would just write it all down, just to, like, you need to know what you're doing, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, now yeah. that you're getting older, thank God, better, and, mm-hmm. and just less 
less, little so bit less. So he can become an advocate for himself yes. as well and yes. take care of his own health. Right. Yeah. But I still, and, I still yeah. look, look, look towards everything for him. I know. And then, so I just give him reminders yeah. because, you know, that's, that's yeah, what I that's do. What we, <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we do. And I think yeah. he really, he knows that, you know, mm-hmm. I've always done that for him. So, mm-hmm. um, but he knows he's, he's becoming an adult now. So he mm-hmm. needs to start doing a little more things on his own that way it, it feels weird to be talking about him when he's right in there but i, I guess he didn't really yeah. want to be on and that's okay no, he didn't. but yeah and that's okay mm-hmm. but um and so i just feel like we're talking about him even though you yeah. know he's right there i um, do it all the time yeah <laughs> he's like yeah my mom knows the story you can just talk to her right <laughs> so um i i guess besides besides that is there any challenge now like so he's he's kind of like I guess fully healed mm-hmm. um just managing whatever little you know issues he's got to right. have that help him along the hearing aids or yeah or whatever is there um any more challenges that you have to look for other than like the things that you just yeah. mentioned no, and I just worry little bits about that about mm-hmm. the, the spine and you know when that will he's just <laughs> I have to ask him questions still to this day because he is a boy number <laughs> one and just Keeps the, I don't know if it started when he was young and he didn't want to know the consequences mm-hmm. and just not tell me. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man, I've had this headache for two days. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Cruz, what, tell, what do you mean you've had a headache for two days? You have to tell me. Oh, I just thought it would go away. That's his. Uh, and then I guess that is, okay, so what would, you know, is not typical for, um you know, if one of my kids said, oh, I've had a headache for two days, I would be like, all right, well, are you drinking enough water? Yeah. Right. I'm not thinking, oh, we need to get to the doctor right. per yeah. se. Yeah, you know, a CAT scan uh, right away is what yeah. I think in my head. CAT yeah. scan and blood work right away. Mm-hmm. And um, now he's gotten to the point, finally, after just being so lax about everything. <laughs> and so I guess knowing mom would figure it out, but you got to tell me. You know, you yes. just, as long, mm-hmm. now he definitely tells me, and he has even wanted to make sure he's perfectly fine and go to his um it's still his pediatrician and will be until he's 24 mm-hmm. dr amapa has already said that to us he wants mm-hmm. to follow him mm-hmm. and i want him to because yeah. he knows since day one knows everything he's his primary and cruz has said can we go to dr amapa and get a um script for um the blood work and um not not a cat scan but just the full physical and a full mm-hmm. blood work and mm-hmm. i was kind of happy that he wanted that didn't really think he absolutely needed it but mm-hmm. if he wanted it why not let's yeah. get it can't yeah. hurt with mm-hmm. him blood work just to know and everything was great so he feels better about it good i don't know if he was you know just feeling off he just wanted to make sure that he was all fine i guess mm-hmm. good yeah. well that's good though at least One you know at least, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah my um my kids are in that that weird age range too where they've kind of like are aging out of the pediatrician but haven't quite moved into like their own primary care doctor Mm -hmm. and um so yeah we've been having some conversations like that too um of like okay and we have to find a new primary care ourselves so it's like one of those things like okay we really need to do that but it's kind of in the back of your mind yeah that's what i how i don't want to be but i Mm -hmm. have found that out about this audiologist and stuff and he'll remind me of course at night or something and i'm like (laughs) tell me in the morning or you know because i just want to call his old audiologist and and see what she has to find it yeah if there's a recommendation for a new one or something but i know you have to leave a few messages sometimes and i've only left one and Mm -hmm. so i have to get on that um but um, I just still, even at his age, I feel like it's all up to me. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I know 
it's not helping him any by me not, you know, but I'm, but I am trying to just help in well, my I, eyes. Yeah. And it does take a little bit of um, time and especially if they still kind of, you know, like live at home or, right. you know, are still, you know, like aren't fully on fully their own, on their own yeah. or like married or, or something. You right. just are still kind of like. What I'm concerned about as well is his driving. He's not driving. He's 21 years old mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> I know that he wants to, but I know that he's a little nervous as it as I am as well because um, like just to get his learner's permit um, he's a great test taker he passed that but Mm -hmm. but his eye test or the thing that they do at the DMV yeah he failed it three times and they said to me well as long as you know what it is and like gave him gave him his ID his learner's permit so he wears glasses does Mm -hmm. he but are they just glasses like anybody else would wear Mm -hmm. or are they a little bit more unique yeah the one eye is what scares me the most, and that's where um, he had strabismus, but yet, so there's there's um, little nerve endings that aren't quite connected. Mm. When the ophthalmologist did surgery and went in there, inside there, he said that he saw little nerves and muscles mm-hmm. that he's never seen before, mm-hmm. or, or, or he's seen those, but there are too many of them in one spot, and then in the other area, there wasn't enough or none. Mm. Or none. Mm. So it was just another weird anomaly Hmm. and um so there's really nothing i'm afraid that there's no like peripheral well this is something that i just learned i i watch a show on tv it's called born this way i love Mm -hmm. like real um like i like reality tv that's not like drama i like reality tv that's That's like inspirational like the um, big people little world and like he won't watch that with me born this way and i I oh oh, it's so sweet it is so sweet did you see the wedding one one Oh, okay. I've episode. been watching it. It's so sweet. So what it is is um, Born This Way, guys, is the show, and it's about families whose children are um, born with Down syndrome. Oh, okay. And so they, through getting support because, you know, most people don't think their child's going to be born with Down syndrome. The same right. way you didn't think your child was going to be, you know, with born with a medical. Yeah, yeah, with any kind of syndrome. Um, you then are like, okay, here's my reality, and then you start looking for help mm-hmm. because you don't know what to do. You don't right. know how to do this. So anyways, they um, have this group and it's based in California and it's kind of like a support group that, that helps these adults and many of them, you know, of that have the Down syndrome are, you know, in their early 20s or 30s or even 40s, um, but they still need a lot of um, help. Mm-hmm. But they really want their own independence they're their own people and they don't want um limits placed on them and things like that so anyways um there was um two of the people on that show that wanted to know how to drive oh and so they took them and they did the eye test and everything and there was an issue with the one um he's man boy um (laughs) that um he had a peripheral vision issue with the and so whenever um the parents came in with the son to consult this this driving instructor representative um they he said you know they said well will he be able to drive or is this just not an option and they're very great about like saying okay well like the reality like if if he can do this safely for mm-hmm. himself and for others it might take longer we might have to do yeah. it a different way but we won't give up if this just is not safe for him and not safe for others, then he needs to just accept that you will not be driving. Right. Okay, so they just want to know, like, what it is. So the guy said, he's got this issue. We probably have to have a medical follow-up, but 
if it's a peripheral vision issue, there's ways that we can teach him still how to drive and overcome that issue. Well, who's and, this guy in California? Uh, I gotta, California. Yeah. I but so him. what I'm saying is it may just be a different technique. If you've got limited, maybe you've got to, you've got to turn and check more than right. somebody else, right. you know, or whatever. I don't know what know. you would need and to do. And it comes but, so natural to me and you driving yeah. every day, looking mm-hmm. around and doing stuff. But, of course, when your kid says that, you know, he might be nervous from doing that, it makes me very nervous. So it's, oh, no, 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 Mom, we'll take you everywhere. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but that's what I know that I need to do is at least if he's if he's all for it is to get, like, one of these defensive driving yeah. for the, the yeah. student, you know, the, mm-hmm. the school for them to, like, come come to the home and pick him up. And, and I would hope, I would explain briefly about everything with Cruz yeah. um, and what I'm worried about. Um, and then they would hopefully tell me, hey, you know, no, no. Not a good idea, or yeah. we can or, work with that. Yeah, yeah. right. Or, or no problem, he, mm-hmm. he'll he'll end up doing good, you know. And then yeah. just sit home and be deathly afraid all the time. <laughs> but but um, yeah, yeah. But it's, I still have to because you know um, I have to give him you know that freedom and and that independence and you know the, and that right now and you know my my mom helps out all the time. Mike, my boyfriend who we live with, mm-hmm. um, helps him out all the time. Um, Cruz's um, almost stepbrother. Uh, would always drive him around everywhere. Um, yeah. When he's you know living mm-hmm. at home right now, he's um, in the army in Missouri right now. But mm-hmm. but so everyone in our family goes together and helps Cruz. No problem. Nobody ever, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's become kind of easy just for us to get him around. Yeah. And for Cruz too. So. But he's gonna uh, at some point probably gonna. Want to live on his own someday? Oh, get yes. married and have a family, maybe. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, and um, and you probably can't drive him everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna maybe, be late to maybe. do your hair. Um, well, thankfully, I have all these clients. Let me call my mom so right. she can take us to the grocery store. Yeah, wife. Yeah, <laughs> you <know>? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and so thank God I have my job that I do is is, yeah. is hairdressing with with all these wonderful clients in my chair every time, every day, and mm-hmm. so they tell me little things like, oh, my son. You know, he wasn't twenty till till he was twenty-two. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so that gives me hope. But I know, uh, as everyone does, time's flying by way too fast. So yeah. that's just another thing that I worry yeah. about. What I yeah. need to get. Well, on. that's a I. That's a pretty. That's well. a pretty typical thing. Yeah, I've got I've got that same challenge in my own house. Right. Oh, so, right. And, yeah. And that's what other people tell me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't think in my head. Well, mine's way different. You know, cruise yeah. went through this. No, yeah. I don't ever. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I wanted to to get on that too whenever I don't know if this was a question but like about comparing um my boy or you know, oh yeah well asking um you know like um some people in the in the in, in his father's side of the family after he was born um crying and asking god why why did this happen and um never not once I ever ever came to my mind to ever think why did this happen to me ever even though you know everyone in our whole immediate and and you know all of Mm -hmm. our close relatives Mm -hmm. every baby has been born perfect so they say Mm -hmm. or whatever you know yeah no problems and it's um you know through through what we learn it's um a total one in a million chromosomal fluke is how pfeiffer syndrome happened with my boy Mm-hmm. There's um, the different genes that we copy, and mm-hmm. one of them, um, one of them, they're not sure which one. Two different numbers, and I can't remember right now. But um, they mutated during or before conception, mm. and it's just a random. And just what happened? But now yeah. it is um, hereditary on his side. Oh, okay. 
So um, if Cruz were to um, have a baby, he would have they were, there would be 50/50 chance and nobody wants to take that chance. So they taught us in that craniofacial clinic at CMS that there would be um, not covered by insurance or anything, but where they would separate, they could actually separate in the sperm and take away the ones that would cause it and leave Whoa. The, yeah that's what they told us and how amazing is that yeah, can't believe it yeah i went when they told us i just wondered how they how they amazing dissect. is that yeah so yeah at first when you said it's a 50 50 chance and nobody i was like, like i'm a gambler oh, no yeah i no. would be like so what he mm-hmm. just forfeits his opportunity to have a baby because mm-hmm. it's a 50 you know or mm-hmm. like um but wow that's so awesome yeah, it is it is it's i don't like, understand science but yeah, i love it that's, I <laughs> and know. i love people that do get it right i'm just like wow and i barely so, understand how a telephone works right. i'm just like i just how it just does <laughs> like how do i talk into here and right. it gets over there like in another country right. instantly i can't wrap my brain around it it's just not wired that way to right. figure those things out but um i'm so glad some people get it yes and they can figure that out and they, so. and they gave me paperwork uh, about it about cruise you know later that's on so in life great. and i have it i don't look at it often yeah, or yeah. anything like right. that mm-hmm. but um you know I, I i'm open for you know um uh, and so i would think that cruise we talk about would he ever want to adopt one day or something like that i mm-hmm. mean there's there's another choice yeah. you know mm-hmm. if it's a million dollar procedure mm-hmm. uh, for the other way but right. um, but yeah so so with all that um I just still had never, ever once thought, um, you know, how could this or why, why me this, why or, me ever, or why ever, him or whatever, ever. That's Somehow, so good. Still can't believe um, that I even, you know, had a relationship, never mind had a baby with his father because we haven't been together for mm-hmm. uh, more than 15 years. But, um, but still, it was definitely, definitely just meant for me to have this boy. And yeah. That's why and I, you I guess were, I was with him. <laughs> yeah. And you, that's right. Yep, it's, and you were equipped to mm-hmm. handle what God gave you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And He helped you be equipped. You 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 didn't know you were right, um, but no you idea. were equipped. My mom um, was afraid because I have it. no patience with my little brother ever, <laughs> yeah. and my patience level isn't not great, but uh-huh. yet just everything else that I had to grasp and come to terms with, and my boy, because I hope because of the way that I was, you know, it's it's no big deal this is what Mm -hmm. it is you know Mm -hmm. i acted like and and you know he's gonna take that and hopefully say yeah yeah, and Mm -hmm. say no matter what challenge i have we can figure it out right and we can overcome it and we can we might have to do it a different way right or or you know and that just applies to anything so um that was just a great example and i'm sure uh, you guys well, again, I'm talking to you because mm-hmm. your story inspired me mm-hmm. and just the way that you would just sit in the chair or I would sit in the chair yeah. and you would um, be doing my hair and just say, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Cruzy's gone for this and such and such. Yeah. And he just had to, we had to go get, you know, and right. knew this or that. And just like, it was nothing but a thing, right. you know? And I'm just like, wow, well, even like, as how I'm do you explain all, all that scary mm-hmm. things to you? It's still un- unimaginable, but yet we did live it. We did do that. Yeah. My baby is the one that had to go through it. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And he, I think he has told me because of the way I've been mm-hmm. me and my mom, mm-hmm. you know, he says that she even helped raise him in a way. Yeah. I didn't really mm-hmm. have another half, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, not all the time. And so he, um, he says, well, that's because you you were that way. This yeah. is what, you know, no big deal. 
know, mm-hmm. even though yeah. it's a very big deal, mm-hmm. no, no big deal. Just live day to day. This boy has never once tried to milk anything or, or try to play me because of his all different types of problems he could have along yeah. with these surgeries and this syndrome. He never once asked to be homesick from school. Wow. Never, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I cannot say the same. Right. About, yeah. about yours or me. I, thought, I don't know that I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> all right. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. I, I think because he didn't, he didn't want to. I yeah. think this problem was so great in this boy's life that, you know, so, so much that he just, um, was like, no, I'm going to go to yeah. school and like I don't want to miss. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Go get blood work done. Um, every five weeks. Cause he used to have, which is discontinued and no longer uh, arthritis, mm-hmm. not, not rheumatoid, but a certain type. And he was on methotrexate and, um, he would get blood work every five to six weeks. And every time they would say, do you need a note for school? And we would laugh. We would me and Cruz would look at each other at, in the morning yeah. before going to school, just right there like getting yeah. blood work like I don't know Cruz can you make it you know? yeah and he would laugh like can you go you? through the day with a band-aid on yeah, your arm exactly <laughs> and yeah. he would laugh and I would just be like oh thank god I mean I think a couple times he said can I get McDonald's breakfast before you take me <laughs> yeah. but that was it yeah. so I feel so blessed that he was so easy in my eyes behaviorally yeah. wise and every that part of it was so easy just this boy doing what he had to do and yeah yeah being a normal boy but yet you know just behaved so I don't know I was so lucky with that well it mm-hmm. sounds like you're his hero and mm-hmm. he's yours oh yeah so I what him um, so much yeah what mm-hmm. more could you ask for right, right. yeah exactly. so well Jen we've talked a long time and I don't yeah. even have new highlights in my hair now <laughs> I know. <laughs> Normally we gavin, gavin, gavin. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then I, yeah, and then I and then I go home with fresh new dew. But right. um, so um, thank you mm-hmm. so much for sharing you. your story with us today. Mm-hmm. And um, I just again know that it's going to just encourage somebody. Uh, whoever hears this, mm-hmm. um, they're going to be encouraged by it, and um, you know, lifted up, and and it just might just give them that little bit of push to. Oh, we can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the this is, right. we can do this. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Cruz had all that stuff, and Jen had all that stuff, and you know, mm-hmm. he's doing. We can do this. Right. You know. So, thank you for sharing. Awesome. Thanks for taking the time, and I appreciate it. So, detour listeners, um, that's another wrap up um, of our little conversation today. I hope you were blessed, and that you have um, a great day. And Jen, again, thanks for sharing your detour moment with us. No problem. All right. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye. <laughs>